Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today I want to give a shout out to Noah, who is seven years old. Also, Noah is a new big brother and an incredible artist. You have got to go to the website to see his drawings. He drew a number of different things from the stories we all know, including an octopus bear, which is probably my favorite, and a particularly stunning image of the red dragon. Thank you for those pictures, Noah. You're awesome. Now, on to today's episode. This one is called The Stray Cat's Return, and I hope you like it. In the last episode of Dropkick Kitty Cat, our heroes, Dropkick and Captain Pooper, ran off a few stray cats that were harassing a nearby clan of mice. Lately, everyone in the neighborhood has been noticing a bit of mischief. Potted plants being knocked over, trash cans being opened and trash strewn about. The grown-ups all thought it was teenagers, but the kids knew the real culprits. Stray cats. Today, we join the neighborhood kids. Patrick and Claire, who we learned recently can talk to mice. Ivy, Lily, and River, who take care of Captain Pooper. And Jacob and Sophia, who care for Dropkick Kitty Cat. I've seen the stray cats out in the forest. They've been keeping their distance, but I know they're out there, said Patrick. The kids were all in Patrick's treehouse, trying to figure out who's been making this mischief all around the neighborhood. Really, though? I heard that when the garbage cans get left open, then bears come into the neighborhood for stuff to eat, said Ivy, half telling and half asking. Ivy, Lily, and River were sisters, who all moved to Washington recently. They were still getting used to the differences, the differences between life in Washington and life in Illinois. Do you guys seriously have bears here? asked Lily. Like, like bears come around the houses and everything? Sometimes bears come around, said Claire, Patrick's little sister. Not all the time, said Patrick. Mostly one will come around if it smells trash from the trash cans. Do we think these stray cats are intentionally removing the trash can lids to lure bears to our neighborhood? asked Ivy. My mouse friend Stella said that they're probably doing just that, said Patrick. They're out for revenge. I made a map to show which houses have been hit by the strays already. Patrick pulled out a large map he had made of their neighborhood and laid it on the floor. So all the houses colored red have already had their trash cans opened or their plants turned over. Patrick pointed at the houses he had colored. What about the yellow houses? asked Ivy. Those are houses with dogs, said Patrick. So if we eliminate the houses with dogs and the houses that have already been hit, we're left with only three houses in the neighborhood. All the time that Patrick was explaining the map, Dropkick and Captain Pooper were listening. They went everywhere with the kids, and today was no different. The two felines gave each other a knowing look. They knew exactly which house would be hit next. They'd been doing their own reconnaissance and noticed that the stray cats always entered the neighborhood from only two different paths. These paths went through the wooded areas around the neighborhood. But one of the paths emptied into the backyard of a family that had just started house-sitting a dog for a friend. 
Dropkick and Pooper had introduced themselves to that dog earlier in the morning. So they knew the cats wouldn't come down that path. Their plan was to wait out near the other path that night and ambush the stray cats. So, late at night, Dropkick and Poops met near the path. This wasn't a human walking path. It was like a little winding space between a bunch of trees that bordered the neighborhood. They hid themselves under a bush and waited and waited. And finally, they heard the strays coming through the trees. It was the same three stray cats they had battled when defending the Ballyhoo Mouse Clan in Patrick's backyard. Just when the evil felines were out in the open, Dropkick jumped onto Poop's back. Then Poop's leaped into the air, and then Dropkick leaped off Poop's back when she was already up in the air, so Dropkick launched almost ten feet into the air. Dropkick came in for an epic smash, and the lead stray cat just effortlessly spun out of the way. Dropkick rolled onto the ground and turned to look at the strays. When the strays came up into this yard, they hadn't looked into the direction of Poops and Dropkick. The two ninja cats thought for sure they had the element of surprise. As Captain Pooper scanned the area, though, she realized that they were the ones getting surprised. The stray cats knew they were there the entire time. They were pretending not to know to lure Dropkick and Poops out of their hiding place. Now Captain Pooper could see into the trees behind them, into the shadows and the darkness. There were many sets of glowing eyes, and it wasn't just three stray cats. They were part of a huge gang of strays, probably 20 of them in all. And they were all lurking from the shadows now to battle the two ninja cats. Poops and Dropkick went back to back and slowly turned around to get an idea of what they were up against. It wasn't looking good. They saw the three strays on one side of them and a forest full of strays creeping out on the other side. Their only hope was escape. They checked their exits and figured they would need to split up, turn on the speed, and hope to find a place to hide somewhere in the neighborhood until the morning when these strays would leave. Just as they were about to bolt in different directions, there was a small hollering sound, and Dropkick and Poops watched as mice jumped from the trees and onto the cats who were emerging from the forest. The branches above them bobbed in the moonlight, and small furry figures thumped onto the backs of some of the cats. The mice were dressed in homemade plastic armor cut from milk cartons. They were holding swords made from toothpicks and straight pins. Some had bows made from paper clips and rubber bands slung over their backs. It was the Ballyhoo Mouse Clan. They were paying back the favor that Dropkick and Poops had done them. They were taking a great risk. Involving themselves in such a dangerous battle with so many stray cats. Once the mice dropped onto the cats, everything went nuts. The mice grabbed the fur of the cat's backs and pulled as hard as they could. They held on for dear life as the cat spun around and hissed and growled, trying to throw the mice from off of them. At the same time, in a perfectly coordinated attack, a group of mice appeared along the top of a white wooden fence. They took aim and launched their arrows at the cats, who didn't have mice on them already. Some mice were able to to dodge the arrows, 
but the cats were not so lucky. The straight pins stuck in their sides and they shook to try and work them loose. The three strays launched themselves at Dropkick and Poops. The two ninja cats were caught by surprise since they were distracted by the amazing mouse attack. Poops and Dropkick were powered to the ground and struggled to get free. The mouse attack was effective at distracting the other strays, but without help, the mice would certainly not last long. The entire time this was all going on, ever since he caught a whiff of those strays coming back into the neighborhood, Crash was barking and barking. If you'll remember, Crash is a dog friend of Dropkick and Captain Pooper. From the corner of his front yard, Crash could kind of see into the backyard of the house where all this was taking place. He was trying his best to get out of his yard, but he couldn't get out of the fence. Ever since he accidentally knocked the fence down between his house and Dropkick's house, his owner had made sure to reinforce the fence. Dropkick, Captain Pooper, and Crash the dog had all become great friends. Crash wanted more than anything to escape from his yard and help them destroy that awful gang of strays. Luckily for Crash, help was on the way. A group from the Ballyhoo Mouse Clan had scurried over to Crash's yard and began helping him escape so he could get out. The mice all huddled around the gate in front of his house. They began to climb on top of one another. One by one they climbed and climbed until they were a tall stack of mouse about three feet high. They held on to the fence to balance themselves. Finally, one of the mice was up high enough to unlatch the gate. He pushed up as hard as he could on the heavy metal latch and it flopped over, allowing Crash to escape. Crash had watched the entire thing, amazed at what these little mice were capable of. Crash leaned down and gestured for the mice to climb onto his back. Once everyone was on, Crash gritted his teeth and ran as fast as ever to the battle. It wasn't looking good. Mice were running under pots and into bushes, trying to escape the cats. Some cats had climbed up the fence where the archer mice were and scared them down. The mice who were on top of the cats had been thrown off and some were injured. More cats had taken up the fight against Dropkick and Poops, and now there were maybe ten cats against the two ninjas. Just in time, Crash, a massive and furry dog, barreled into the fray. No one expected him and they were taken completely by surprise. With one swift swing of his huge paw, he knocked three of the strays back into the forest. The mice all jumped off of Crash's back and began launching arrows at the nearby cats, who were now quite scared that Crash had entered the fight. Crash, who was normally a pretty chill dog, was completely ferocious. He was snarling and biting and barking and leaping. He went from cat to cat to cat, smacking them away from the battle. The mice regrouped and rallied against a couple cats still in the forest, and soon the area was nearly clear of the strays. Except for the leader. The big orange bully was trying to make his escape. Crash noticed him out of the corner of his eye. Crash leaped over and landed right on top of him. The leader of the stray cat gang rolled onto his back to find Crash's face right against his. Crash's teeth were bared and his mouth was open and his growl was so loud the cat could hear nothing else. Crash lifted up his head and came down with a mighty bite. He chomped off the cat's whiskers. 
the big orange stray cat thought for sure he was a goner. But Crash spared him. He slowly lifted his big paws off the stray and pushed him off toward the path through the woods so he could follow the rest of his gang of bullies. All the animals, Crash, Dropkick, Kitty Cat, Captain Pooper, and the entire Ballyhoo Mouse Clan watched as the stray cat gang limped off through the woods and away from the neighborhood. Once they were out of sight, everyone calmed down a bit. The mice tended to their wounded and prepared to return to their den. The two ninja cats turned to Crash. Captain Pooper stood up on his hind legs and hugged Crash's neck. Dropkick Kitty Cat did the same. Crash smiled and he huffed and puffed, still trying to catch his breath. The two cats and Crash walked with the mice back to their den to make sure they got home safe. Then the three walked back to Crash's house. Dropkick and Poops leaped up on his fence near the gate. Crash went into his yard, ready for a good night's sleep. He turned and nodded at the two ninja cats as they closed and relocked his gate and went home to recover from their epic battle. The End When you listen to these stories, do you ever ask yourself questions like, where did the stray cats come from? Or how did Dropkick Kitty Cat get all his fighting skills? If you have any questions like these, ask your adult to help you email them to me because inside of your small questions are big ideas. When we ask ourselves questions about the stories we read and hear, we get ideas for more stories. And I'd love to help make your questions into new stories. Email me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com with questions, comments, or shout-out requests. Thanks for listening. Adios, friends.